Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle, and my tag team partner in the gospel is back again. Yes. Amen. Introduce yourself. I am Jermaine Rodriguez Wallace, or in the tag team. In other words, um, <laughs> Jermaine Rodriguez Wallace is back. <laughs> Um, this is our second episode uh, together, but today we are discussing part two of Punks in the Pulpit. Now, now y'all uh, can take it how y'all want it, but either way is right how we're giving it to you. And the sad part is in Isaiah 50, 59, it speaks, 58, 59, it speaks of self-gratification in the church. Wow. So we're going to be talking about all of that. And we have something that we're going to be talking about on today on the show regarding punks in the pool, regarding the topic and regarding a controversial issue that is going on uh, with which I already know uh, Beyonce on today. All right. So stay tuned. Stay locked in. We'll be right back after this commercial break. In Jesus' name, God bless you. This is the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show with your host, Adam Tuggle, and my tag team partner in the gospel, co-host, Jermaine Wallace. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle, and I am with my tag team partner in the gospel, Jermaine Rodriguez Wallace. Come on, y'all. Let him work. Um, we are talking about, this is part two of last week. We talked about punks in the pulpit. Now, Jermaine. Yes. Got something to ask you. I got an answer. Now, this topic was very, very controversial because okay. I got I got back uh, got some um, feedback from it. Some some liked it, some didn't like it. Okay. Now we're unapologetic when it comes to this. We 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 go by the word of God. But your takes on this controversy, what's going on in the church, as far as Pastors, preachers, preaching in the pulpit, telling their saints it's okay to do whatever. What is your take on that? Okay, my take, like I said last week. Um, first off, I'm gonna say, repent, be baptized in Jesus' name, and receive the Holy Ghost. A lot of people has gotten so far. Okay. A lot of people are using the Lord's word to get away with what they're doing. A lot of them are copywriting sermons. Yep. Then that's when you know it's not about God anymore. Right. Because if that's the case, he can sue you for copyright infringement. Yep. Yeah. And you have everybody out here playing church. But then when somebody says something about the church, that's when y'all want to get all mad, ruffled feathers and all that. You can't say that about the church, but the sad part is these are the reasons why the sinners aren't coming. These are the reasons why people are not 
believing in God because they see what you doing. Then you got the ones who's like, well, uh, you ain't left the nest, so why should I leave the nest? So this is what I'm going to do. Since you're wearing this glittery outfit with all these these tight clothes and your cleavage showing, so can I. Right. Because you showing them that God accept everything. Right. When he said, come as you are, he was talking about your sins. Right. Everything. He wouldn't take it. People are playing buffoon and want to play with God. You can't play with God. That's the last person you want to play with. And you can say, listening to this um, podcast, only God can judge me. Trust me, you ain't even ready for that judgment yet. I'd rather. You said it. You said before. You said it a while ago that I would rather be judged by man than to be boy. judged by God. You ain't ready for that judgment. I one, swear to you. And one thing I, I've seen in my life in the church is that number one, they take advantage of the word grace. They take advantage and they mess up the word mercy. They take God's grace and mercy for granted. Now, you might say, well, uh, Adam, how am I taking God's grace and mercy for granted? You know, he said his mercy is new every morning and all of this stuff. Yes, it is. But, and yes, he does show grace. But let me show y'all something. He only shows grace to the ones that deserve it. Now, if you might say, well, I deserve grace, do you? Do we deserve grace? Do we honestly deserve, out of everything that the Lord has brought us from, do we really deserve grace? We really don't deserve grace. We, what? Because back back in the Bible days, mm. uh, Jesus, well, the Lord was upset that he even made, created man. He repented that he even made man because of the sinful ways that man was doing. Now, this is the thing, and I and I like what you said. A lot of church folks get upset when they're pointing out the church, when the center man is pointing out the church issues, but the church is trying to combine with the world. And we it have says, a, and it says, "Be ye not conformed of the world." Right, and we have a lot. We have a controversy going on right now in the media. With Beyonce and her sampling, uh, taking a sample of the Clark sisters' music, and I don't know what what song it was that I think it was a song that Twinkie wrote, wrote or something like that. But I heard the song, and it was and it, it, it and Beyonce shouldn't have done it. I I I will say that she shouldn't have done it. But let me tell you something. When you take a saint of God and a sinner, a sinner's going to do what they're going to do. A sinner don't know the way to righteousness unless you you can't lead a you can't lead a horse to water if they don't want to go. They it, you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them drink. If Beyoncé chooses to be to to stay a sinner, that's what she chooses to do. That's her soul. But let me tell y'all this. Those of us that are in the church house, those of us that are in the church, let me tell, let me show y'all something. 
we're not being good examples to Beyonce or anybody else when we're sitting over there doing what the world is doing. We're trying to conform to the world, trying to be like the world, trying to give, calling ourselves, trying to give the world something to, to, to come to. Well, the only thing we need to do is give them what they gave us back in the day. That's all it is. Give them the altar. Let them come and repent of their sins. Let them fall down before the face of God. But most of us, we want to give, we, we, we just, you know, oh, it's okay for you to do this. It's okay for you to do that. And y'all getting mad. Now, granted, Beyonce was wrong for what she did. She, she was wrong for putting out that song, Church Girl, whatever. Let me tell y'all something. She's probably only, uh, you know, responding to what she sees. Because the church, I'm going to tell you right now. The church is not ready for the rapture. I remember Bishop Bishop Golder. My father told me a story about Bishop Golder. And he said only one, I think 1% of y'all are going to fly out of here. Mm. We have it now to the point where people, they go to church to receive blessings but they don't want to go to church to receive they want to go to church to receive blessings like cars clothes and money and receive prophecies of cars clothes and money but like I said last week I've never heard a prophet say you're going you're going to pray more they'll go to church when everything is going good but they won't go to church when everything's going bad they won't even get on their knees and, and thank God for the bad times in order for him to bring them out of oh well they don't even do that. But they sure got their hands stuck out. Are they are are they ready to walk away from the Lord because they got every they they, they got everything they feel that they needed? Or or they feel like everything ain't going their way, so they want to walk away from God. Let me tell y'all. For me, I can't walk away from God. And the reason why I'm saying that is because me personally. I am too frail spiritually to walk away from God. I can't beat a demon with my own personal intellect. Come on. I can't beat a demon with a gun or a knife. You can't beat a demon singing, as my pastor says, you can't beat a demon singing a song. You have to use the word of God. And this are, these are the things that we are going through. We try to use other avenues to try to to try to justify, you know, we try to use other avenues to get our strength. We try to use other avenues to uh, build up our build up our our spiritual man, but we can't use other avenues. We have to go through the standards of God. And this these preachers that are preaching this false doctrine need to sit down somewhere please you need to start sitting in your church matter of fact it's a lot of people who needs to sit down in the church period who are appointed uh duties yeah Ooh. the ushers ain't the ushers ain't wearing gloves anymore and only and the funny thing is it's 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 the reasons why they wear the white gloves it sounds real. It sounds yeah. real petty, but it is the truth. You are serving God 
with those gloves on and a lot of people don't know that and let me let me say this if and I've said this before on the air I've said this before in the sermon if I'm over here preaching teaching whatever I'm doing playing the drums singing a song whatever calling and doing it for the Lord but I'm out here doing anything I'm big and bad enough to do do you not know that those spirits can transfer on the, onto the saints? That that's 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 what's going on. We're letting every wind and doctrine lay hands on us. We eating from everybody everybody's table. Everybody's table ain't clean. Not at all. Oh, I'm gonna go get a word for from uh Pastor So and So. I don't think you want to do that. Pastor So and So ain't even got his life together. Pastor so-and-so ain't even been baptized in Jesus' name. Okay, so right now I'm about to bring someone on and I'm going to ask. Hello, Wendy Tucker. You are now on the Summit tele, uh, Internet Radio Show with Adam Tuggle and Jermaine Wallace. So what do you feel about punks in the pulpit and this Beyonce I'm not going to call it controversy because if she hadn't have put the title church girl, a lot of people wouldn't even know about it. It just be, it, it would just be talked about, but it wouldn't be talked about on the broad scale that it is. How do you feel about punks in the pulpit? First off, I would say thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate you guys even considering me to be on your podcast. Um, Punks in the Pulpit, I think that is a very uh, catchy and um, somewhat controversial subject. I feel like it can go several different ways. Are you referring to what uh, the clergy has allowed in the pulpit? Men that are effeminate and are somewhat uh, coming across soft or maybe even um, homosexual. Uh, is that what you're referring to as punks in the pulpit? Now, are you referring to people that are not standing their ground and being flat foot and firm on the word of God? Both. Both. Now, when <laughs> I when we open up the show and we come up with the title, I always say, take it how you want, because everything that you just said is, what we've been is, talking is about. everything. So go right on ahead. So uh, I would say punks in the pulpit. Let's address it from... Um, who we allow to be in front of God's people. If you are called to a certain um, office or position in the Lord, you cannot fear the faces. Come on. You cannot fear those that are in front of you. You have to stand on what God said, regardless of how the congregation may receive it or not. You know, if you're going to speak the unadulterated truth of God's word, then you're going to have to do what you need to do and say what you need to say because God is holding you accountable for that. So, no, you can't be soft back and a punk in the pulpit if you're going to be a man or woman of God. Well, um, a lot of people, a, a lot of preachers, and I'm not going to say all of them because there's some that will stand flat-footed on the word of God. A lot of them don't want to lose their name. A lot of them don't want to lose their popularity. A lot of them don't want to lose the big tithers in the church. Can you speak on that? No, I can because there are more pleasures. They, they care about more pleasing men than they care about pleasing God. 
Right. Um, so most of the time, it, it got a dollar value attached to it. That's why they're worried about losing necessarily their title or their position. It's because they're getting paid. Oh, there you go. But I think when you when you really stand for God, like I said, you can't be afraid of who you're looking at or if someone doesn't. Oh, we're not going to invite them back to our church because they said ABC XYZ. You know, you can't be a if God said it in the story. Right. You know, you can't you can't worry about your position and what people will think or or what they or how they look at you or how they receive you. Right. Especially when you coming out of the word, because if you point it out to him and say, hey, Amy, he said it is right here. Then that right there settles the story. But also, how do you feel? And I, I don't know. I doubt I highly doubt. I highly doubt unless you heard the controversy and you have to hear the song for yourself. But what do you think about the song Church Girl if you have heard it or from the what you have heard from it? So I've never heard the song before by the Clark sisters or by Beyonce. I've never heard it either way. But what I'm understanding about the controversy of it, it seems like from what I'm hearing, she maybe remade a song and it was more the way how it's coming across is more as a compromise um, to what was sacred and what it should be um, some things are off limits you know to the world some things are only some things are only set up for the children of God and that's kind of the feel that I'm getting from that controversy but me personally I don't subscribe to Beyonce even when I was even when I was in the world and I was saved I wasn't part of that quote-unquote beehive clan um so I, I'm just not a fan of hers period um so I, I really can't say much about the song either way it goes but whenever you're taking the secular and you're missing it with the sacred you fall into that 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 category of being double-minded well and the and bible says a, a double-minded man is unstable in all their ways but also the church does it also they'll take secular <laughs> music and they would do what they do to it but when you hear when you hear people playing gospel music with these secular beats and this and and, and i and i mentioned this a long time ago it's very alarming when you have gospel songs where you bouncing your butt to and you gyrating and things of that nature because even they made a rap gospel video with that in it so uh -huh. at the same time it's wrong both ways yeah sinners are gonna do what they're gonna do but people who are saved need to stay away from it you're not supposed to conform to the world well, the Bible says come out from among them and be separated. You know, the Bible talks about us being holy. God distinguished what was clean and unclean. So whether it's the church world picking up the secular or the secular world picking up the church world, either way it goes, like I said, um, you're, you're double-minded. And, and the Bible also says, you know, pick your master. Either you're going to cling to the one or hate the other. So you have to make a choice. Some things are black and white. We we have to understand, and this is for everybody. Choose your side. Everybody got a choice. That's why God gave us free will to choose. Whatever side you choose, stay on that side. I'm not telling. Look, the word is the word. 
And the word is going to either do two things. It's either going to drive you closer to him or drive you closer, farther away from him. The word does not come here to sugarcoat. It's not here to butter up all the time. It's here to cut out sin. The word is sharper than any two-edged sword. That means somebody going to cut. Some spirits are gonna have to come up, and we got so many, so much spirit, so many spirits in the church. I don't know what is what no more. We got. Well, I, I think. Go ahead. I think that's a shame that you can't distinguish between the spirit of God and the authentic presence of God versus those are putting on the show. Right. Because um, God will manifest Himself, and there's no denying when His presence is is there. You know, right. you're gonna either you're gonna you're gonna shed a tear, you're gonna buck, you're gonna run, you're gonna you're gonna your heart will be pricked when right. you feel the authentic word in presence of God. But when it's flesh on display, or when it's you know it's all for show, you know then your, your ears will tingle, but it won't keep you in the midnight hour. Mm. It, it'll, it'll feel good. It'll feel good for the moment, but it won't carry you through when you're in the valley of decision. Cause I've I watched and I and I told Jermaine and I was gonna mention this on air. My former pastor one time. Now this was old school way. Right? Old school pastors, you do something in the church, they ain't waiting to 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 tell you something. They not waiting to stop you. Right then and there. It's right then and there. And we had a guest church come, and this young lady was acting like she was praising the Lord, and she kept lifting up her dress in front of this brother, playing the organ. And long story short, she threw herself on the floor and started rolling on the floor, acting like she was praising the Lord. My pastor got up at that seat. Grabbed that woman, <laughs> grabbed that woman by her clothes and put her back down in that pew and took that bless oil and chucked it down her throat. <laughs> and that's the way the old school used to do. That's what that, it was. She said, and she said, now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit her head. I wanna hit this demon that's on the inside of her, making her do this. So she gonna drink this oil. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. With high problems and everything. <laughs> and it was extra virgin olive oil at that. <laughs> that's what you put in your spaghetti to keep it from sticking. <laughs> but that's that was the old school way. They would stop you before it got before the problem got out of hand. Before it got out of hand, they would stop you. And I like what you said, sis, about light and darkness. Because there was a, a I don't know if you know uh, Bishop uh, Lockett. She's gone on to be with the Lord now, but um, she was talking about how the church does not need to mix with the world because when you mix light and darkness, it's called profane. Mm-hmm. It's called profane. And you're going to have nothing but problems and mess going on when you mix the two. Because the because God has ordained for light and darkness to have no fellowship with each other. In and out of the church. The church is not supposed to be with the world. The world is not supposed to be in the church. Especially, well, the Bible says... Go ahead. 
the Bible says that we're just pilgrims passing through. You know, that we should wear this world like a loose garment. We should even look at any moment for him to crack the sky. You know, I, we're looking for our eternal reward. And so I appreciate that mentality from the old school mothers and father of old that would hold us accountable. It's like, nah, daughter, come on. This ain't how, this ain't how you do it. But when you got punks in the pulpit, they're not going to be as willing to call it out because they're entertained by it. And then on top of that, they're worried about the numbers. They're not even worried about anything else. They're worried about the numbers. I remember I had a discussion and anybody who knows me, I don't back down from nobody. So he says, I asked him, I said, so how is it that you have people same sex walking around in your church as couples with kids. He said, well, they got to come to be transformed. I said, yeah, but it's five years later and they, they're more comfortable than what they were when they first came. Uh-oh. He looked at me and said, well, how do you feel about it? You know how I felt about it when I asked you the question. So I'm, I want to answer. The thing is, People want to be, you can't, you can't side with God and be friends with Satan. Sure can. We all have a struggle that we have to fight all the time and we go to God in prayer. But once you get used to being friends with Satan and you carrying him to church with you, you got him in your back pocket on your shoulder and you go into these couples. Hey, how you doing brother and sister? What's your name? You ain't got no business saying brother and sister if it's two sisters how you gonna how you gonna have the first gentleman sitting next to the first lady in the church uh oh uh oh we done opened up a can of worms how you gonna how you gonna have one straight and one gay in the pulpit uh oh and neither one and neither one of them neither one of them is speaking from Genesis 16 19 Leviticus or so on and so forth because they don't want to offend let's get one thing straight this bible is right here to put us in our place and if god don't like it i don't have to like it and uh um, because you straddling the fence with it now it, it he knows who team you on I got, I got i got two things number one this word right here i had somebody ask me how are you able to read the bible and find out everything you need to know about life in the Bible. I t- I gave him this. I gave him this. I said, "Look, the Bible says that He comes to give us life." Come on. He said He is the way, the truth, and the life. So if I can't find life, if I can't find what I need to know about life in this word, something is wrong, and somebody lying. And I know God is not a liar, so somebody is lying. It's either you or it's him. And I know it ain't him because every word in this Bible, it, 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 it can't lie. Because he said, any before any two of my word become void, heaven and earth will pass away. And I love how people will come out of the New Testament and say the Old Testament is done away. You are out of your mind. Um, And let me say something to y'all, to y'all people that are listening that are pastors and preachers and stuff that are preaching false doctrine I watched somebody that is a that is a pastor 
I've heard of two pastors already. When you carrying God's word, that is something sacred. When you are a minister, you are you are carrying something sacred. If you, I don't care what your ministry is, that is still sacred unto God. He has trusted you to carry something of his. That's his. But he put it on your shoulders to carry. Should Jesus bear the cross alone? It is something sacred and we taking a sacred thing and try to make it our own and try to be famous with it. And we can't. And you know what? These preachers that are not preaching holiness and preaching right, these preachers, I've seen Bishop Eddie Long. What happened to him? He got sick. Instantly. He got sick. Instantly. Physically sick. And died. Speaking. I don't mean to cut you off, bro. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so when I was down in uh, Atlanta... Um, cutting hair and they were about to take me to the airport we stopped at uh, Kroger's down there so me my auntie and my cousin we seen this lady appear to be in this glamorous dress a lot of makeup everything and my auntie said you are a beautiful human being she said thank you took off her heels and stood in the line with his shoes off I didn't mean to say her, but all of a sudden, my cousin says, hey, what church do you go to? She said, I go to the one Bishop Eddie Long used to reside in. And I said, uh-oh. And my auntie said, yep. She looked, she in front of the person, looked at me and said, yep, are you a guy? And he said, I used to be. I said, no, because before judgment, you will be judged as a guy. You won't be judged who you are. Oh, there you go. And it's a whole bunch of y'all swimming in the lake of fire in the church. It's like they turned on all the hot water faucets and let the church flood. Man, they going. I, I've heard a pastor say you going to hit you going to hell on a white horse, busting the lake of hell wide open. Repent, repent, be dipped in Jesus' name and receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, sis, uh, I I thank you for being on. <laughs> on here um is do you have any 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 last words for for the people yes thank you a couple of things that came to my mind as both of y'all were talking um to the kind of piggyback off the one how can we find basically the answers to this life and the things that we're going through how can we find that in the word of god well, the Bible says study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed me not to be ashamed, rightly diverted, dividing the word of God in truth. Right. So mm-hmm. if you get into the word of God and you study, God will begin to reveal to you those different things that he He is the way, the truth and the life, as you mentioned. And so he will show you and lead you and guide you. And some things are just simply spiritually discerned. And so if you don't have his spirit, you're not going to be able to discern those things because maybe one, you're none of his. His sheep know his voice and another they will not follow. So some things we need to study and some things you need to take heed to who your master is. You better preach. (laughs) Second thing, um, second thing I want to touch on um, before I let you guys go, I'll say um, this life is hard and, you know, you said something about um, taking up your cross. The Bible talks us about us about taking up our cross and following Him. 
even it talks about how if we take take upon us the cry God's cry or I'm sorry God's yoke and if we learn of him that we'll find rest for our souls sometimes we're not in finding rest for our souls we're not in getting that peace that that he's died for he's the chastisement of our peace was upon him he is the prince of peace and you're not getting that because you're not taking upon his yoke he's not he's not going to lighten the burden if you're not giving it to him Amen. So some things you just simply need to seek God for. Take His yoke upon Him, upon yourself, where His burden is light. He knows what He's doing. I, I well, this is this is a very very powerful powerful topic. It needs to be talked about. A lot of people are so scared of offending. God is not a He's not afraid to offend you. It's and, called being your brother's keeper. And another thing, God doesn't. And when I say this, please, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this. It God don't offend nobody. And the reason why I say that, he is offending your flesh. He, def- he is not offending your spirit. He's not offending your soul. He's offending your flesh. So God don't offend the real thing. He offends the false thing. That tries to override what God has for your life. He he offends the spirits that are trying to come up in your life or a person's life that tries to get you away from what God has planned for you. What did you say last week? God don't send you to hell. You send you to hell. Yeah, you send yourself. God does not send nobody. And I, you know what? I used to say when I when I was young in the Lord, I used to say God sent people to hell, and God let me know He don't send nobody to hell. Your decision mm-hmm. sent you. You send yourself. And guess what? A lot of people say, "Well, um, I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven." Now, with sin in your life, because your arms are too short to box with God. Say that again. Your arms are too short to box with God. Mm. And if God kicks Satan out of he- out of heaven, come on, just for being disobedient, what makes you think that He gonna let this any and everything in? And we bring stuff to God. We bring it. We we bring our we bring our our praise to Him any kind of way. Sometime I watched the I watched the video where this young lady was doing a video and she was talking about twerking for Jesus. What? Oh man! What in the yeah. world? What yeah. in the world? You just bringing any type of thing to a holy God. We bringing any type of thing into a holy place. I remember. I was, I was that reminds this me. Go ahead. That reminds me of the story of Cain and Abel. You know, you can't just throw anything up before God and call it a sacrifice or expect him to accept it. Oops, there you go. You can't just give God anything. He's holy. And his word says, be ye holy as I am holy. You better preach. You know, and the the Bible talks about how women should adorn themselves with modesty and how we should carry ourselves. If you want to be treated like a lady, baby, you need to act like one. Oops. And and you know what? A lot of these, a lot... You, a lot of these young ladies get these dogs because you're not carrying yourself like a lady, or and vice versa sometimes too. Men are not getting young ladies because the men, so-called men, 
are not treating themselves at a high standard. Now, I know this man is not saved. Steve Harvey said, uh, if you if you want somebody, you gotta set your you gotta set your goals high. And anything that you do, you gotta set your goals high. Why are we not setting our goals high in the spirit? I said it earlier. There's a lot of there's a lot of prophesying going on about cars, clothes, and money and houses, but there's no prophecy going on about your prayer life. Why is it so easy for women to teach their daughters how to twerk instead of teaching them how to serve God? How is it easy to buy your kids three years old a cell phone but won't even buy them a Bible? Well, I don't know. Did pick and choose. Pick and choose. Well, right now we're about to go to a commercial. We'd like to thank Wendy Tucker for uh, coming on and giving us her insight on how she feels about the punks in the pulpit. And she laughed. <laughs> no, I said thank you. Oh, oh, I thought you laughed. <laughs> right now we're going no. on a commercial break. I am your host, Jermaine Rodriguez Wallace, assistant host. And your host with the most, knowing that they're doing the most, amen, for Jesus Christ. And I don't mean that in, in a sinful way, neither. We 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 a tag team up inside here. We 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 the, unapologetic. As I, as I said before, the band is back together again. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, sis, for coming on and giving your giving your knowledge to the people. After this commercial break, we will be right back and we'll be talking to you about punks in the pulpit again. In Jesus' name, God bless you all. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is founder and pastor of Triumphant Faith Apostolic Church, William A. Tuggle III, 2950 North High School Road, here in the beautiful city of Indianapolis, Indiana. All are welcome to every service and any service that we have. Sunday school begins at 1130 a.m. Morning worship immediately following where Jesus is the center of attraction. All are welcome to attend in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome back to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show. I am your host, Adam Tuggle, with my co-host, my tag team partner in the gospel. Yes, the band is back together. Yes, Jermaine Rodriguez Wallace. <laughs> tell him, tell him, tell him. Amen. And at this time, I look now let me say this I did not we we just heard from Wendy our, Tucker. our our sister Wendy Tucker on the uh, last segment but we have another guest in the house and my co-host here I ain't got nothing to do with you, you what no I have nothing you to brought do. him into the studio you man. asked about him I asked about him. I didn't tell you to bring him to the studio. Well, he's here, so uh, all right, it is all right, what it is. All right. Okay. So, I'm going to let... Go 
going. You asked for it. I'm going to let. Hey! Oh God! Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. B- B- this B- is Bishop. Can't get right with the church announcements. Oh God! Tonight we 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 will be having the freak neek at the Indiana State Fair. If you are saved, Bishop. come out and make sure your girl is shaved. B- B- Bishop. Yes. Bishop. Yes. Um. Come on. The <laughs> Bishop, the fair is over with, Bishop. Well, no, not to my understanding. There is a barn in the back of the Indianapolis State Fair right on New Waldo Street. And if I'm not mistaken, we're going to have a special guest DJ, R. Kelly. R. R. Kelly, Bishop, Bishop, <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, he's going to DJ gospel music. How is he going to DJ being in, never mind, via satellite? <laughs> he's going to be via satellite? If you don't like it, I can't get right. I, Bishop, no. I have some encouraging words No. for my saved friends. Bishop, no. All my friends on Clifton, I do. 2G. The hard part, the bottom, I just, the Udell boys. I'm telling you now, <laughs> if you want communion, meet me at 500 Liquor Store. Bishop, uh-uh. On Clifton, no. 29th and Clifton to be exact. Bishop. We will be passing out honey loaf bread because we ran out of crackers. Bishop. Unfortunately, my wife didn't use it for the chili. Bishop. <laughs> so we got to use wheat honey loaf bread. Bread. Bishop. Yes. Why are you taking communion in front of a liquor store? That's not right. Well, where do you now in now uh uh-uh. you can't say that you are saved what? and gonna tell me I can't do it at the liquor store. Bishop. What? <laughs> Bishop, the, the Bible says Did Jesus not turn water into wine? He did. Alright then. Where is wine sold? Bishop. Where is wine sold? At the store, Bishop. What store? Kroger. Lies. Liquor (laughs) store. Wine is liquor. He said, don't drink to get drunk. Bishop. He said, take not any strong drink, Bishop, which means no liquor. Pop is strong. Pop Pop has no alcohol in it. Pop is strong. Pop has drink a whole pop without taking a break. (laughs) Bishop, your whole throat's gonna be ate up. (laughs) Bishop, you know what? Let me tell y'all something, Saints. (laughs) Oh my God! Right now, every time Bishop, Brother Tuggle tell me to come to this show, he always try to stop my knowledge about the Lord. Bishop, now, (laughs) if you believe in communion, Bishop. But with our communion, we also have bologna and cheese. Bishop. Nowadays, they call it a lunchable. Bishop. Yes. First of all, let, let's get something clear straight, okay? I can see how my glasses, they clean, but what you got to say? <laughs> I, oh, my God. I Look, first of all, God did not put alcohol in that wine. Mm. That was freshly made wine, Bishop. Mm. Second of all, I did not. You came here. I did not. I, I did not ask for you. Jermaine brought you here. I did not bring you here, Bishop. Listen. What's your? Wh- wait a minute. First of all, what's your name? What What is your last name? Pastor Kate. Get right. Now you're a pastor. Now. Been one for seventy-five years, and I'm only forty-two. 
75 years and you're only 42. Yes, I am. What are you? You are not the Lord. You, <laughs> you, how long is your ministry? The been? Lord said, thou shalt not hate and you are doing it right now, my brother. <laughs> I'm not hating on Just you. because you've been a deacon since you was five. <laughs> I'm not. And you are now 30-something. You can't stop the progress. Bishop, nobody's stopping any. Okay, all right, we're done. You know what? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give some inspirational words no, from the Bible. No, please don't, Bishop. Bishop, no. A fish don't fry in the kitchen. Oh, God. A bean don't burn on the grill. We need security. Took a whole lot of you right in just to get up that hill. Where are the twelve? Fox Hill Church right now on 63rd in Michigan Road is the hill that I was getting to. Where? Now we're up in the big leagues. It's my turn and bet. Long as we live, you and me, Jesus, ain't nothing wrong with that. Bishop. This is the Reverend Bishop can't get right. If your curl ain't wrapped up tight, I don't know what to tell you because I ain't JJ, but it's dynamite. Bishop. And may the Lord add a hearing of a, a, a blessing to the reading of his word. See you later. Bob and Liquor Store, 29 to Clifton. See you there. Communion. No, no. Y'all do not go. That's a wild dude. That, look, that is a wild dude. I, That's a wild You dude, brought man. him here, you man. Asked for him. How did he hey, get man, in? Didn't I tell you he wasn't saved, man? How did I told I, you he was not saved. How did he get in the station? How did he get? I mean, I thought your security had the doors locked. I thought that I gotta, I gotta check that out, cause boy, I thought the doors. I thought you locked the door when you came in, man. Padlock, man. Padlock. That's what you need to buy. Padlock. Man, you shut the door before you came in. All right, we. All right, y'all. We. <laughs> we we Bishop can't get right. You hear the name can't get right. And I heard y'all was talking about punks in the pulpit. Bishop, Let me tell you something. I can fight. Bishop, I'm not a punk. I can fight. Bishop, get out. I busted Muhammad Ali. You did on not. his tail and Sugar Ray Leonard. So don't you ever and you don't ever. Bishop. First of all, you didn't you didn't hit Muhammad Ali. Give my red rose. I need to go pass out communion. <laughs> Bishop, please leave. First of all, you just lied about busting Muhammad Ali in the mouth. Uh, <laughs> no, mm. uh, no, I don't think so. Muhammad Ali Jenkins. Muhammad Ali Jenkins lived on twenty. He lived on Roach Street. Bishop, I just told you to leave. You can't put me out of God's house. Why? Because we are my in our, name is Bishop. We are not at church. Bishop. My name ain't Bond. My name ain't Queen. My name ain't King. My name ain't Bishop. the horse, the knight, the rook, whatever. Bishop, I'm I am Bishop. Can't get right. I bet you are. And your name is synonymous to what you are. I believe the children are our future. I thought she was giving us out. I believe I can fly. <laughs> Teach them well and let them lead the way. I, no, Bishop. Bishop, no. We're not. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to Preston Safeway. Why are you going to? Because they got to sell on some yard bird. Yard bird? What in the world is Chicken! Chicken. You ain't never heard of yard bird? What is? Chicken is in a yard. Playing in the dirt. Messing with me in your in my mouth, that J chicken's gonna get hurt. Jermaine, get him out of here now. <laughs> hey man, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Man. That's between y'all. He's been following this broadcast ever since we started, man. What did he? 
What is what church does he go to, man? Hey man, I don't know, man. I hey man, I won't visit. That's the only thing I can tell you. He just said he was a pastor, man. He is, man. That's what he told me. Where'd he get it? Where'd he get his whole nature from? The internet? I ain't hit, man. He might be a pastor of a of, of a bunch of sheep in the pastures. <laughs> I don't know, man. Not a- but it'd be interesting to listen to him speak, though. No, no, it's not. No, it would not. Ain't no holiness in that. So man. you trying to tell him you don't like his scriptures? I. He was sitting over there quoting. Never mind. He was sitting over there quoting the Jeffersons, man. How you know? Man, I watched the Jeffersons before I got saved, man. <laughs> no, y'all. Um, we thank y'all for listening uh, to the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show, though. Um, that was that was our church announcement by Bishop Can't Get Right. Bishop comes here every once in a while. Me and Bishop don't get along, but. Um, the Bible says love love your love your enemies too. So I guess I gotta I gotta follow the word of God. Amen. And um but Jermaine brought him here, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> he rode in your car, I saw him out the window. No, he was sitting in my car eating chicken. Why would you let him in here, man? I okay. Did- so you gonna tell me it's mixed communication when you said you wanted Reverend Get Right to come come on the show? I did not say I. You asked. I asked about came. him. No, you asked. Okay, he man. Came. All right, man. Praise the Lord, everybody. <laughs> I'm just We're, saying. We done spent ten minutes of this show trying to figure out why Bishop can't get right is in this studio, man. Uh, <laughs> but. On the topic today, we have been we have been talking about punks in the pulpit, and this is chapter two because we talked about it last week. Um, now, before we leave, y'all, I want to say this: that we have an obligation to the Word of God, to God Himself. We have an obligation to do the will of God. To do the work of God, to do everything that the Lord has called for us to do. Amen. Amen. And if we're not doing it the way God wants us to do it, we need to sit down. Because this is God's holy word. It's not my word. It's not Jermaine's word. It's not pastor so-and-so's word. It's not deacon so-and-so's word. It's God's holy word word and we must follow it to a T diligently if we do not I'm here to tell you we're headed for a great destruction the Bible says there's a way that seemeth right to man but the end thereof is death and he ain't just talking about a natural death I would rather die physically and go to heaven than to die and then take a spiritual death, which is my place or a place in hell. There are too many people. There are too many souls out here dying, dying spiritually. They are lift. They are dying out of this world and they are lifting up their eyes in hell. Because they're doing anything that they be either either they're doing anything they're big or bad enough to do or they won't accept the word of God but we can change the dynamic 
of what this world is going through. And I say it all the time. Yes, we're living in the last days. And yes, prophecy has to be fulfilled. And yes, we are living in the last days. I will say it again. But some of this stuff that is going on is not prophecy. Some of this stuff that is going on is because the church is not doing its job. Jermaine, do you have anything that you... You covered it. You said enough. We must, and I mean must, come to the realization that we must go to work. We can get up and go to our jobs, get a paycheck. We can get up and do our own thing on the weekends and all that stuff when we when we ready to, you know, go have fun. Whether it's clean fun or not so clean fun, we're able to do that, but we can't serve God the way God wants to be served. Amen. We can get up and go to our jobs, but we can't come to church. A lot of people say, well, I don't have to have a relation. I don't have to go to church to have a relationship with God. That is not so. That is not so. What that is, is a one-sided relationship. That's what that is. You're trying to make it a one-sided relationship. And I'm going to tell you something. This is not a democracy. When it comes to the work of God, when it comes to the will of God, this is not a democracy. This is a dictatorship. And like I said earlier, your arms and my arms and 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 Jermaine's arms and my pastor, his pastor's arms are too short to box with God. That's a fight I don't want. Show sure ain't, because you're going to lose every time. You're going to lose every time. So I want to wrap this up by saying this. Take care of yourself. And... <laughs> I'm just playing y'all. Jerry, no. Jerry. <laughs> no. Uh, but no. I want to say this. Stay on the mantle. If you are if you are in the word, stay in the word. If you're carrying the word of God, carry it. Carry it correctly. Not only carry it, but live it. Cuz we can read the word all day. We can we 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 can quote scriptures all day until we blue in the face. But the best results is by you living the word of God, just like Jesus did. Every They used to have a saying, what would Jesus do? Well, there you go. Live the word of God. Anything else? Let's wrap it up. All right. Uh, <laughs> now, on next week, we will be here. And we got a topic for you on next week. We will be talking about angelology. You might say, well, what's the purpose of having angelology? What is that for? Because we have things in this world. We have people going going nuts in this world. And the world calls it a mental health crisis. They do. That's what the world calls it. But we know it in the spirit as being filled with demons. And you might say, well, how are you going to talk about demons and talk about angelology? 
They don't go together. Yes, they do. And we're going to discuss it and we're going to talk about it on next week. God bless you. I love each and every one of you. And the Lord, most of all, the Lord loves you more. And we will see you all next week right here on the Summit Internet Radio Podcast Show with your host, Adam Tuggle, and my co-host, Jermaine Rodriguez Wallace. My tag team partner in the gospel. Yes, and I say again, the band is back together. God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.